Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me to preview the 2024 Host Plus Sandful W League season for the South Adelaide Football Club is Rick Watts. Rick, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Good to have you on as always. Um, how's the mood on the training track been over summer, Rick? Uh, I guess given um, that, uh, yeah, there was obviously a very tough ending to the season for you in 2023. Yeah, thanks for taking us back there, Zach. Uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, no, it, was, it was pretty heartbreaking um, for us in that uh, grand final, obviously. We've, we've been there previously, um, you know, playing the undefeated North Adelaide, who is the best team we've ever seen and probably will ever see. Mm. So that grand final, you know, we're pre- probably prepared for that. Um, but this one, you know, and even up to the last couple of minutes, we felt we'd uh, we'd done done a lot right, um, you know. And uh, yeah, it was. It's, uh, it's it's been it's been tough, but mm. three or four weeks after. Um, after it, we did a review, and you know I've never seen a playing group so committed and driven to okay. lift the standards and, and get back out there and go on better. So mm. yeah, the, the um, I guess the overall approach from the girls has been absolutely fantastic, and, and one like we've never seen before, um, really lifting standards and becoming a lot more professional, which is fantastic. Excellent. What what are some of the things that um, has enabled you to sense that, Rick? We did do a review and we went through and, and, you know, as a coaching group, there was areas where we, we knew we could improve and, and also players, you know, we were pretty brutal um, individually and collectively and girls were just happy just to, you know, take it between the ears and mm. and, and work on it. And um, you normally get to this point in the season and you've got two or three, you know, standout improvers for us like... Brooke Bolio just came out of the clouds, you know, in this point last year she was flying and you, you have one or two, but we've got seven or eight girls that have just pinned their ears back and just worked hard and, mm. and uh, yeah, and uh, and are just pushing pushing standards, just those little things at the training where we'd normally sort of lapse. These girls are picking it up on their own and yep. not forcing us as coaches to do so. So, mm. you know, it's, it's fantastic because it's, you know, internal um, – uh, internally driven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who are just on the topic then? Uh, who are some of those sort of six or seven type of girls and perhaps some youngsters that are really putting their best foot forward so far? Uh, yeah, so um, Melissa Anderson, Mel Anderson, yeah. um, Sarah Wright. Mel Anderson's one that missed out on the draft. Sarah Wright, you know, had an ACL a couple of years ago and she's just. Um, you know, taken, I think, a minute off her PB for the Gisco 100. Um, we've got some juniors without jumping the gun too much. We've got uh, Emma Charlson, sister of mm-hmm. um, Tia, and Layla Vizgoitis, um, two 15-year-olds that, um, you know, have come through from our junior program and we're just tearing up. And, and then we've got some, you know, new recruits who, who have come in and really pushed the standards as well. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about Emma. What sort of role does she play and does she sort of resemble her older sister a bit? Yeah, we've we've seen Emma playing since or running around since she's like 8, 10, 12 <laughs> and being able to, you know, kick torps and, and just... Just exceptional and, and you see so much of Tia in her, but she's her own player. Yeah. Um, 
you know, she's she's a little bit light, but she's ferocious. And we actually had to speak to her about bringing it down a notch because she goes at everything 110%, just like Tia. So, um, she, yeah, she, she probably, she pro- we're, we're hoping we can play her round one, but she's just got shin splints at the moment. So okay. she's probably just overdone it a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and, but she's a, a fast, powerful, uh, small forward slash mid that'll that'll give us um, yeah a, a lot of scoring capability, but also a bit bit more speed in the midfield. Okay, yeah, look forward to seeing her out there, and um, yeah, no doubt uh, if you've got another Tia Charlton uh, on the um, on the books, it's certainly one to watch. That's for sure. Um, you mentioned some recruits and none bigger than Morgan Johnston coming across from Nord. That was a real coup to secure her signature. Yeah, it was fantastic. She she moved down our way um, mid last year. So, you know, it was something that was on her radar. Um, she's also a train on with the Adelaide Crows. So we've got four or five girls that are there at the same time. So, mm. you know, she's become pretty close with them. Um uh, she's absolutely fantastic and exactly what we need, you know, smart, agile, creative, um, outside mid, and she really connects our back line to our forward line, whether she plays on the wing or on the halfback flank. So she's exactly what we're looking for, and we can't wait to to get her into some um, real games and, and see what she can do for us. Terrific. And then a couple of other girls from other Sanford W clubs in Chelsea Far from North Adelaide and Casey Coombe, Glenelg and... Bonnie Dodds from Central District. Yeah, Chelsea's come across um, from North. Like she's just hard, aggressive inside mid. So she's probably the opposite of um, Morgs, where she's she's just going to give us that inside grunt, and and girls hate matching up on her or <laughs> going through tackling drills with her because she she's just a beast. Um, mm. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, Case did her ACL. Um, going back before Christmas, which was absolutely shattering for her and, mm. and, and us as a group. So we won't see her, but she's around the group and working hard. Yeah. Um, and, and Bonnie Dodds is a really interesting one. She's the cousin of Nicole Mark. Um, oh, yeah. Played out at Centrals originally a few years ago and comes from a soccer background and really athletic, tall, agile player. Um, you know, she, I think she plays down at Angle Vale originally. Um, mm-hmm. she, she keeps saying to me like she doesn't know structure and this is her first experience at that level, but, but she's fitting in really well and, um, yeah, she's, she's one to watch. Look forward to seeing her out on the track at Norlunga. Um, success with your program in promoting girls was very evident in the AFLW draft. I know you touched on her a little bit earlier, but Brooke Boylo obviously securing an AFL berth, and then also um, Alyssa Brooke and Holly Eifold as well. Uh, do you know um, how much availability they might have for you during the season yet, Rick? Yeah, we do. We also had Elise Barwick go uh, mid-season to the Gold Coast. Of course. Um, mm. Yeah, which capped off the four. But, um, so Elise and Holly, um, Eifold, will stay interstate. Um, Holly will be moving over to Rio soon and Elise is staying on the Gold Coast. But we'll hopefully have Brooke and Alyssa playing rounds one to five, similar to uh, the other teams, the other players for the other teams. That's, That's fantastic. Positive, uh, particularly given my next question to you was uh, you no doubt look to try and hit the ground running given that um, three of your first four are at Flinders University Stadium after starting the the season uh, on the away train. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
look for a big start, just like just like the last few seasons, you know, I think we've had a bit of an advantage having that home ground without cricket on it. Um, so we get a few few early and then and then um, you know, a few games away late. But um yeah, I, I think like last year we really need to, you know, make hay while the sun shines and we've got those AFL players um in our ranks. I, I think um, I forgot to mention we've also got um, Nikki Nikki Gore or Neild um, that's returned to the club oh, yeah. after being delisted, and also the Cockatoo Motlap sisters Q and T, um, who are both um, coming back to us from Port Adelaide. So okay. um, we're fortunate enough to have them for the majority of the season, or um, you know we're hoping to support them to get um, drafted to mm-hmm. an AFL club as well. But yeah, I think those three plus um, the other two and Jess Waterhouse as well for the rounds one to five mm-hmm. um, will really help us, or we're, we're hoping to really make sure we can get you know three to four wins in those first five rounds. Terrific, and then uh, we've seen this year a, a really nice feature has been uh, the or the fixture coming up, the women's and men's competitions, uh, both playing big games on the public holidays, and there's none bigger than Good Friday when you tackle uh, Glenelg at um, the Bay. Yeah, absolutely, and and they're great rivals. A lot of respect for them, and and we love playing. We love playing Glenelg, and we've played some rippers um, last year, and, and going back, and and especially at their ground um, as well. We've played some big games there as well. So um, yeah, we love that those rival games. But um, realistically, I think it, it feels like every week's a rivalry, when yeah. it doesn't matter who we play, you know. Rick, thank you very much for your time on Sanford Radio. We do appreciate that and wishing you and the Panthers all the best for the 2024 Host Plus Sanford W League season. Fantastic, Zach. Thank you.